Welcome back to the First with First podcast. Uh, I'm Alan Johnson, Director of Ministries here at First United Methodist Church in Marion, Virginia, and I'm here with our pastor, James Bennington. Hi there. And uh, we are back. This is be episode 11 of our podcast. We took a little bit of time off there, had some busy time here at the church with uh, with Easter season. Yeah. And uh, so... And, and you know, some, some life things happen too, you know, the uh, Prayers for your family, Alan. I mean, you'd lost your lost your father-in-law to cancer, and so it's it's been hard. It's been hard for you, and and just there's it. Well, it's been busy, but you know, there's there's a lot of life happenings too that have, you know, kind of kind of got us off our schedule. I I I realize it's been, uh, gosh, first February when we did the last one. Now here we are. I mean, it's yeah, we did a but we did one on Asbury between there. We did, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, and, and I've heard from some folks uh, just recently asking uh, or, or expressing that they really hoped we would continue with the podcast. They enjoyed it, and so that's it, always been the goal to continue. And, oh yeah, and, and we yeah, will, and yeah. uh, maybe not be super regular, but we'll get episodes out. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a great tool, and, and thank you all for listening. And and I, I always am encouraged to hear when folks are listening and enjoying. Um, enjoying this content. Uh, so where we left off, we had that uh, that special episode on our trip to Asbury and the revival or awakening that occurred there, and so glad we got to experience that. Um, but we were we were in the midst of talking about the the bishop days that mm-hmm. that our bishop uh, for Holston Conference had held. Um, which we we were able to go to as well, uh, and she had so many good points and and really talking about the things that uh, bring us together, the things that unite us as Christians as Methodists, and um, and so I hope you if you if you miss some of those, go back. It's probably episode eight or nine. We talked about that, um, and so we're just going to continue that conversation today. Sure, yeah, you know we we we've had some episodes where we've talked about the different. But with with our bishop Deborah Wallace Paget, she she's talked about uh, how we as a conference being organized as as a as a people, a people of God, to move forward together. Some some different pathways that we affirm, some different principles that we hold together, uh, key beliefs that are that are essential to who we are and how we are, and how we live and practice our faith, and. Today we're going to be, uh, I mean, I think talking through uh, this 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 understanding of, you know, uh, basically evangelism, and um, looking at that as a as a as an understanding as one of our 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 core values for being church and doing church, um, and and as I've come into it. Uh, I mean, just just to share from my upbringing, uh, evangelism uh, was that 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 word that was associated with churches that you know you know go door to door, get uh, you know kind of harass you into coming to church and um, really almost intimidating you with with certain forms of. Of of uh, of outreach, and then uh, later it has become almost a political moniker. 
um, well, the evangelicals say this, and that if you talk about, well, being, I'm an evangelical, and I'm... I'm uh, practice evangelism. It's it's kind of it's more, not so much a theological position as it is uh, more so a uh, uh, one espousing a political thought. And and that's that's just not that's just that's I mean that that's a that's a political discussion. It it's a it's a it's a political grouping that takes place, but it's it's not anywhere near accurate to for for us in church circles. Right, and that's a shame that that's happened to to the term and to the you know because uh, it's it's such a it's a good word evangelism evangelical is a good word, but uh, and and I grew up definitely grew up in what you're describing, uh, you know I've I've been door to door a lot. Um, uh, Jerry Falwell uh, went to I went I went I attended Liberty University. Jerry Falwell building Thomas Road Baptist Church. Uh, 100 doors a day was his goal mm. and uh, and he did that for for a year uh, 100 doors a day and and it and it worked it was a different time but it worked in growing the church but yeah it it definitely of late has taken on a different connotation uh than 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 what the word should mean oh yeah I, and and i you know some some personal experiences i can think of um, when I was uh, serving a church in Radford, I was in my house in the parsonage, and uh, uh, it was in a you know a pretty quiet neighborhood. And I saw this my my doorbell rang, and um, and I looked out the window that I could see to where the front door was, and I saw a car at the curb and I thought well you know maybe somebody's had some car trouble and, and, and needs some help so I went and answered the door and there's this fella standing there um, in a in, in a tie and a in slacks and you know a l- little little different for a Saturday mm-hmm. you know I mean I'm in shorts and a t-shirt you know just kind of chilling and and he looks at me and he said, "Sir, I want to ask you a question." I said, "Okay." He said, "Do you believe that pornography is a bad thing?" And I went, "Well, uh, 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 I was I was taken aback by the question." I went, "Well, uh, yes, I do." You know, like 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 I'm not going to answer different, but I mean, I'm like, "Well, yes, I do." And he said, "Do you believe it's good if people have a relationship with Jesus?" I went. Yes, I do. Also, you know, <laughs> and then he had this uh, big Bible, and he opened it up, and he read me a verse that had absolutely nothing to do with the first two statements, right. questions. And then he's and he handed me some material, and he went off back to his car and left. And, uh, I closed the door and locked it pretty quick, <laughs> and uh, discovered with the materials that he handed me that he was a Jehovah's Witness. And um, that's an interesting approach. I've not, I've not had well, that. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it was just a, it was just a bit of a, just kind of a stunner, kind of like, you know, do you believe pornography? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. <laughs> and then, then here, uh, I had an experience here in in Marion one night. Um, 
It happened to be when when Kaylee was sick and also Tammy was sick. And so I was kind of, you know, tending tending the house more so than on a regular basis. Tammy and I usually partner on that. And and, uh, and, and, and if somebody comes to the door at night, and it was like it was night, it was like eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, then I would answer the door anyway because uh, uh, I guess that's more more what I kind of take on, you know. So, kind of a role I take. But if it's after dark, James answers the door. Um, and of course, the, the way our door is set up at the parsonage, we can we can see out the door who's coming and and everything. So. Um, Somebody knocked on the door, knocked. We have a doorbell. They knocked. And so I opened, uh, I looked out the window and I saw it was two young ladies. They were, they were, uh, you know, nicely dressed. And I noticed their name tags on their shirt, um, which pretty much told me right away that they were with the Mormon church. So I, I opened the door and I said, hello. And they said, well, you know, we're, Sister so and so and sister so and so. We're with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. And I said, well, how, "How are y'all?" And, and they said, "Fine." I said, "We hope we didn't disturb anything." I said, "Well, you know, we got got my wife and my daughter sick, and so I appreciate you knocking. That was very thoughtful because the doorbell would drive the drive the dog crazy mm-hmm. and just wake everybody up, and." Um, they said, "Well, we just we just came out to, you know, connect with and share with people. But there's a there's a plaque on the on the wall right next to the front door that says, you know, it's a parsonage of the Methodist Church and it was given by and so forth." And they said, "Well, after we knocked, we saw this plaque. So we're gonna we're gonna guess that you're already connected with the church." I went, well, yes, as a matter of fact, I'm pastor of that church, of the mm-hmm. of the United Methodist Church First Marion here in town. And they said, well, you, you're probably not interested in talking about another denomination. I said, no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. But, y- y- you know, they, they, they asked me if I was from Marion, and I asked them where they were from, and... and um, one one young lady said, "Well, I'm, I'm I, I remember." She said, "Well, I'm I'm from uh, I'm from, I'm where she says she's from I'm from Ohio or Kentucky. I couldn't remember." But then the other young lady, and she kind of grinned real big, and said, "Utah," <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then and I said, I, "I suppose you all are on your two years of missionary service." And she said, "They said, yeah." And so, you know. They were very polite sure. and left, and sure. and so that was that was nice. I mean that they were that they were polite and not you know pushy or anything. But anyway, those have been my kind of door to door encounters. Up, you know, and the, the uh, you you're gonna well, no, I just I, I think it probably everybody has some experience of of, of similar nature, you know. Yeah, uh, and and so we can all relate to that, and. Then, you know what? What is what? What is it that we mean when we when we talk about evangelism? And you know, great, great, uh, great question. I mean, the word evangelism comes from a Greek word, 
I know this sounds all pastor nerdy and everything, <laughs> but but it's helpful because the word in in Koine Greek is uh, euangelion, which means tell good news. Yeah, that that's it. That's it right there. So evangelism, at its root, at its core, is tell good news. I mean, it's very simple, you know. Um, so when somebody says, "Well, I'm I'm a very uh, evangelistic," it just means you're you're very centered on telling good news or sharing good news. Well, I'm an evangelical. Well, I'm somebody who tells good news, mm-hmm. and the news that we tell is the best news, the greatest news, the most awesome news ever. Uh, God became incarnate in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died on the cross to link us, connect us again with God. And on the third day after his death, Jesus rose from the dead. There are probably more succinct ways of putting that, but that's that's the good news we're sharing. Right. And that because, because Jesus lives, we live too. Um, and everything that comes with that, the Holy Spirit comes to be with us and teach us. The Holy Spirit guides us and empowers us. We have the church, the community, a place where we can... Connect, share, support, learn, grow, be inspired. Um, we have a, a mission that is, you know, par excellence in terms of mission um, to uh, make disciples by being disciples, to, to put it in a nutshell. Um, purpose that is greater than any purpose that there is. And so we we have all this. I mean, this is what's given to us. This is the good news. And so to say that we're going to focus on evangelism really means we're focusing on sharing good news. Mm-hmm. And if this if this news is as good as we say it is and believe it is, then heck fire, sure we'd share it. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't we? Yeah. Wouldn't want to keep something that good and keep it from other people, so uh, we have this this good news to share. And so that's as as we're moving forward and looking ahead as a denomination, we're we're t- we're thinking about talking about doing just that, sharing this good news, and and being more creative, being more thoughtful, being more um, intentional about sharing good news. And the methods can can change. Uh, you know, that's uh, door-to-door. I, I've said I, I've experienced uh, door-to-door. I've, I've done door-to-door visitation, evangelism, uh, and it and it's not effective anymore, I don't think. I think at one time, I mentioned uh, Dr. Falwell, you know, that was in the 50s. And it was very effective. Robert Schuler did the same thing with uh, the church out in California. You know, I mean, it was it was it was door to door. You know, and and that was what kind of church would you like? You know, and then he went and fashioned that church. Yeah, Crystal Cathedral came into existence. Right, and it's just times are different now, uh, so the methodologies change. And that's okay. The, the message doesn't change, but the message... Right. Yeah. That, that's that's kind of the... Sometimes you'll see a meme or a sure. statement or a phrase. It's like the the delivery the delivery of the message has not changed the message. Uh, the delivery method is different, but the 
the message is the is the same, and so very core. And you know, it's a it's a challenge for churches to really think about that because they got to get they got to dust off or peel off all the 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 kind of the 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 the, the images and the sayings and the I guess the baggage and the uh, perceptions that are had about evangelism. You know, it's like well, nobody wants to be. I remember growing up. You know, somebody said, "Well, you know, you don't want to be overly evangelistic. Be one of those pew jumpers, those holy rollers." And and you know those those images get stuck in your head when you're a teenager. Well, we got to peel all that off and just understand that the church is just trying to connect with the community and share good news. That's what evangelism is. Yeah. And so there's a, 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 a I mean that emphasis has always been there, but as we're looking to a time of some transition and change that comes, we're we're revisiting it, giving a a, a renewed emphasis and so we're we're really taking to heart more the the efforts around evangelism and what that might mean and so yeah the the methods are different you know there are people that are connected with uh via social media and and that that didn't exist 10 years ago mm-hmm. um online since the pandemic has become a means by which people are connecting and, and, and the church is connecting with. Um, and, and I can remember, and I might, might have said this in an earlier podcast, I can remember being in seminary and the, the whole thing was, how many people do you have on the roll of mm-hmm. your church? So, well, I got a thousand people on the roll. Ooh, you, you're part of a big congregation. Ooh, you know, only 50 come, mm-hmm. but there's a thousand on the roll. Mm-hmm. And then it moved to what's the average worship attendance? So you might say, well, and the rule of thumb, uh, when you look at demographics, is you have it's good to have half of what you have on the roll. So if you had a thousand on the roll, you'd have five hundred in worship. If you had uh, twenty on the roll, you'd have ten in worship. If you had, you know. 300 on the roll, you'd have 150 in worship. It was just kind of the rule of thumb. And that 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 number that shows up on a Sunday is not the same number. It's people in right. and out, sickness, third shift, travel. You know, it, it just, that that number is comprised of everything. And you have some Sundays that are more up, mm-hmm. some that are more down, but the average. So it would be, what's the average worship attendance? So that would be kind of this moniker on... Uh, evangelism and what you're doing to reach the community, uh, but now that's changed. It don't get me wrong. Uh, average worship attendance is important, and people attending worship is important. Sure, and an indicator of you know how the church is reaching and connecting with people. But then again, the the I guess the moniker or the 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 statement that is that is that is. Uh, Really, of course, what is your church doing to make an impact on the community? And so that is seen as a really significant. And here's an example. Um, you know, we're, we're engaged right now uh, of making uh, school kits for Liberia. Mm-hmm. And, you know, folks are just doing a remarkable job with that. And we're, we're well on our way to our goal of 50. Um, and so, 
uh, I can remember there was a like a, a, a kit. It was backpacks. That was it. It was backpacks and uh, for a, a school in uh, Zimbabwe that we had a relationship with. The conference also has a relationship with. Mm-hmm. And the church I pastored at the time was about 900 or so on the roll and about um, you know 225, 275 in worship on a Sunday. And we, we, uh, we got 35, 33, 34, something like that, kits. Well, we were really proud of ourselves. One of these little itty-bitty churches out in the country, maybe 25 on a Sunday. Right. Maybe. 218 yeah I mean wow yeah and it so it wasn't see it wasn't about the church size right I I share that to say look it's not about the church size it's not going well this is a big church therefore they'll do X no it's about going hey here's here's what we can do to make an impact Mm mm-hmm and we can we can bless others, whether you know it's right across the street or across to another part of the world. We can bless others by sharing good news. And if it's in a school kit, great. If it's in a food bucket or a health kit or what have you, great. So you know that's that's the thing about evangelism is what are we doing to make a difference in the community, and what is that difference? And that's going to have a lot to do with context. One of my favorite phrases that that I personally live by is C-I-E, context is everything. You know, um, if, if uh, for example, um, when, when Tammy and I have gotten together with um, some, some other uh, clergy couples, you know, we'll... we'll Sometimes the clergy will sit around and talk about the the BOM making decisions, and uh, you have to see how that's going to work at AC, and what's that going to mean for uh, the service of ordination? Because you know things have to get approved at a charge conference, not a church conference, but a charge conference, and but it, you might have to call a church conference, and so we'll, we'll talk that way, and 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 you know CF and A. Not CFA, but CF and A is is going to you know uh, present what they presented at AC, and so it it among the clergy we're like yeah okay yeah <laughs> I understood part of it well <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, you know Tammy will say you don't you don't need to talk in code <laughs> yeah you know. But context is everything. It's yeah. clergy, other United Methodist clergy. Those are terms, acronyms, abbreviations we're all familiar with, and it becomes just kind of this language we speak. But in just a, a, a population, say, a group of people who aren't clergy, that just that makes me sound like I don't know how to put my sentences together, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how to I don't know how to speak good. <laughs> so. Um, like I said, context is everything. So, you know, that I say that to say this. When we talk about, well, how are we going to reach people? Well, reaching people in Marion, Virginia versus Bristol, Virginia 
versus Johnson City, Tennessee, versus Knoxville, Tennessee, versus Withville, Virginia, versus Chattanooga, Tennessee. It's it's all going to depend on the people there and what what connects and clicks. Um, you know, we we deal with uh, issues of food insecurity in this county, and uh, there's been a lot of work to try to make some strides in that direction. And the food pantry that was started years ago here really tries to make a dent in that. And there's a lot of, of good effort on the part of this church, especially through uh, Norman and Lily Brown really working with the food pantry mm-hmm. to you know distribute boxes um, when there's emergencies. You know, if somebody comes, I can always get a food box. Norman's very responsive to that. So I think the food pantry, our context, is dealing with food insecurity. So we 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 try to deal with um, trying to make a dent in that. So that's that's a contextual thing. So what's going what's going to work? You know, there might be some places in the United States where door to door is just spot on the way to go. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think so because that I think that time of go door to door and people want to talk to you door to door. I don't think that that really connects like it once did. Um, And so there's a lot of work that goes into discerning the needs of a community. Um, You know, we we should take seriously the fact that uh, a ministry to and with persons who are incarcerated. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we have a, a facility here in town that, that deals with that. Well, what does that look like? Uh, what would be meaningful and effective? Well, that, that requires some groundwork. Um, you know, we got a call from the chaplain up at the Marion Correctional. Mm-hmm. Said we needed uh, care packs, and there were like you know deodorant and toothpaste and soap and you know right. just general. There was a like, couple of items they were short on, and yeah, and we and we, that was for their uh, Christmas uh-huh. and. and yeah. uh, this this church responded great. Oh yeah, huge you know? response. Yeah, I mean, uh, and and but but Abingdon say say if we were a church in Abingdon and we got that call, yeah, may not. A- Abingdon Abingdon doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. Again, that's just to illustrate context. That's nothing to say about the churches in Abingdon. Sure. Uh, sure. But it's just saying our context is this. So let's look at these kinds of things a way to connect with people. Why? To share good news. Right. So, yeah. You, you often ask the question or have, have in the past, and I was, I was actually talking with someone last night about this, a member of the church. You asked the question, would our community miss us, miss this church, if we close down tomorrow? And, and her response was a resounding, yes, absolutely, they would miss us. Because she was, she was talking about some of the things that you just mentioned and uh, the outreach into the community that this church continues to to um, provide and has for for many many years, um, and that's all evangelism, you know, sharing that good news. Uh, it may not, you know, it's not some it's not some people's definition of evangelism, but it is evangelism, and and it I think it's biblical evangelism. It's as as Jesus modeled uh, as he went around helping folks and healing folks and feeding folks and, uh, you know, just being there and listening and, 
going to the people that other people wouldn't listen to, wouldn't uh, wouldn't go around for religious reasons, you know. Um, yeah, so I think we w- we would be missed, and there's much much more opportunity uh, for us to reach out into the community moving forward. Oh, I, I agree, and I think that's part of of how we as a denomination. Uh, will move forward and is this renewed focus and it it requires us all you see this isn't a staff thing or or a pastor thing it's us saying hey i want to know jesus i want to follow jesus i want to be connected more to jesus well this is where all of us i mean all of us connect and get involved it's where all of us make a make a make a stride and and so it's going to require all of us being engaged and being receptive to um, working together saying well I, i i want to be a part of that which is bigger than me i want to do that which really impacts life in the most life changing life giving way possible and I will say every day of the week and twice on Sunday that that is the, what we do here at the church. It's, it's, it's VBS, it's food pantry, it's Sunday school, it's worship, it's youth ministry, it's children's ministry, it's music ministry, it's, it's uh, the school kits, it's, it, it's all those things and more. Yeah. It, it really is. And being engaged in that, and, and as as we're looking at things going forward, going ahead, what is it that uh, we can do that can do that? So it's going to require, hey, we need some folks to come help, you know, fill in the blank. Well, it, it's somebody hearing that and going, I'll go. Yeah. Um, I, I get, you know, I get that life is busy and schedules and, you know, Tammy and I, uh, juggle a five-year-old. Uh, I mean, every every moment with Kaylee is 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 precious to me. But wow, some of the I didn't realize all those moments would come in such rapid succession. You know, <laughs> and, and and they're just just dealing with juggling time and, mm-hmm. and energy, and you know, you got to do this and that, and you got to go here and go there, and and that's just kind of life in general. I, I I get it. I, I'm with you. If people are hearing this, go, boy, you just don't understand how life can be so busy. Y- yeah, I do. Um, but I also know that, you know, in order to be a part of that which is bigger than me, I've got I've got to make some choices, and I got to choose. And so I'm going to choose what's going on here and the types of things that are going on here because. They're significant, and and when Kaylee sees that, mm-hmm. she knows, hey, dad, dad's put his put his priority in, in this place, in this activity for this reason. Now she may not think about it in quite those terms at sure. five, but ultimately yeah. that's that's what's trying to be communicated. Yeah. So I I just think there's some opportunities ahead. Um, you know, for us to to really look at how are we going to live into this new focus on evangelism? You know, there there are possibilities with um, 
ministry tune with those who are incarcerated, uh, ministry with tune the ministry tune with those who are dealing with uh, addiction issues and recovery. Um, we've got uh, possibilities that we can engage in trying to to relate more to the School of Health Sciences here in town. Uh, we've we've got a homeless population that is seems like it's growing by the month. Uh, and and working with and connecting with folks. Now you know you might be hearing this and going, "All right, James, lay out the lay out the one two threes of those efforts." Well, I, I I'm uh, I'm not I'm not the dullest crayon in the box, but I'm not the sharpest one either. And so you know that's going to require some work and thought together. Yeah. What we can do together? Why? Because we want to know Jesus. Like Paul said, I want to know Jesus and the power of his resurrection. Well, here it is, you know. So come, be a part, let's engage, let's work. Um, and then there will be blessing. I mean, that that's a that's a given. Uh, I almost hazard to say guarantee. There is blessing. <laughs> well, I, I keep thinking of the word uh, intentional. Mm. Uh, this has to be intentional uh we we all like you say we all have common experience of the busyness of life and and uh i remember during covid uh one of the things i really hoped that we would learn was that a lot of the things we think we need to be doing all the time and this kind of be busy 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 we would have realized oh well some of those things aren't near as important as we thought they were but then how quickly we came back to want to fill our lives up with that sort of thing. And there, there's so many things competing for our time and our attention and our devotion. And it can become very easy to neglect the more important things. And so we have to be intentional. And I know it. I, I, get, I get tired. There's times I want to just, what we, we, we were talking about, like, uh, the short videos on Facebook Reels or TikTok and those kinds of things. You can, you can very easily uh, get on there and and then a few hours later you're still just swiping your screen and like well, where did those hours go? Well, they're gone. <laughs> and and maybe you know we need time to unplug and we need time to decompress and that kind of thing. But if we're just intentional and we put forth the effort. Those blessings you talk about, uh, the, the the feeling that we'll get, the the, the peace and the uh, well, we'll be tired, but it'll be a really good, fulfilled tired. Mm. You know, you're, you're right. I mean, we we need we need rest. We need to unplug. But I, I know the way we're made, and and the way we're wired. We need we need inspiration. We need encouragement. We need you know we we need we need to connect with that which is bigger than ourselves and that happens by by worship music uh, serving it happens through how we're coming to understand anew what evangelism is and my unplugged won't be as fruitful if I'm not inspired and encouraged along with it, mm-hmm. um, and nor will my inspiration have its effect if I don't 
try to take care of myself too. It's about balance. Yeah. And uh, so we're working with balance. And, you know, the reality is this. Uh, the risen Jesus is on us all and calls us all. And what a wonderful invitation it is to be engaged in sharing good news. So come and come and do that with us. Come and be a part of that. I, I you know, I, I find every, every time I get discouraged and what kind of want to quit, then it's the people here that provide that encouragement and inspiration, and just being together and working together, and and ministering to one another as we minister to others in the community. It's uh, how Jesus set it up, and He set it up that way for a reason. So all are invited. All are welcome. And we would love for you to be a part of, of what God is doing here uh, in person, online. Uh, you can also be a part. Uh, there's many, many opportunities. Uh, so uh, as we like to say, or I like to say, there's a place for, for you here at yeah. first. Yeah, and, and uh, the information, you know, we, we uh, you know, what, what can I be a part of? Well... Our website, uh, go to our website, the information's there. Go to our Facebook page, the information's there. On Sunday morning, we're scrolling announcements. We lift up certain announcements verbally. Um, there are email blasts and text blasts that come out that that inform and say, hey, this is what's going on. Here's how you can be engaged. Um, and I'm, I'm counting on folks to pay attention to that. You know, look at those things. Um, say, well, I can do that. Or, uh, you know, I can't do that now, but what's coming up later? You know, I'm counting on people to to really look at those things and engage those things. Much to do, much to be involved in, and uh, many opportunities, good opportunities. uh, Not just just good for the church and the community, but good for you. And uh, so so come be a part. Uh, Thank you, as always, for listening. Like, share, comment, review, all the things that you can do to help uh, uh, continue to push this out there. Uh, The more that you interact with wherever this is that you're listening to it, the more that the the powers that be online will push it out to others. Yeah. So so do all those things. It takes you a second, and uh, we would appreciate it so very much. Our website, marionfumc.org, always there and available. And um, so... Until next time, thank you for listening. Good to be with you.